You're listening to Source with Stu Finer. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Hi, folks. Stu Finer. Sourced with Stu Finer. Podcast number 36 on SoundCloud and iTunes. As always, merchandise at BeLikeStu.com. And to pay me, StuFiner.com. All right, let's get right to it. Jared Goff, I pray to God for the last three nights that you died in your sleep. You did not. Sean McVay, you pompous, scumbag, whore, prick, motherfucker. I've prayed that you violently died the last three nights in your sleep to no avail. So again, a losing two-team parlay is Jared Goff and Sean McVay dying. Todd Gurley, you fucking no-show, scumbag, no-dick, prick. I also wanted you to die. But you've been shit for about eight fucking weeks. And can someone please tell me what the fuck the problem is? They say he's not injured. They say he's healthy. They say he could cut on the dime. And you saw one or two flashes during the Super Bowl of the old Todd Gurley. But, I mean, what the fuck? Did he touch the ball, what, 11 times? What the fuck did they try to run the ball, what, fucking 17 times? I mean, they could not do anything. Todd Gurley is not Todd Gurley. I mean, he's lost his dick. He's lost his heart. He's lost his confidence. He has no speed anymore. He was the best player in the NFL. And now... I mean, he might be fucking done. Because if you're telling me he's healthy, well, I mean, he's a fucking bust. I mean, maybe you give a guy 135 million fucking dollars and he says, fuck it, I've made it. He would not be the first person to get a monster paycheck. When I'm talking a monster paycheck, I'm talking a hundred plus million dollars. What'd they give him? $135 million. Maybe that was a little premature because... It looks like he got the money and he's done. Jared Goff was late on one throw to Brandon Cooks. He had him open for about a month. Should have been an easy touchdown. Would have changed the entire complexion of the game. And then late, Brandon Cooks just drops a fucking epic thrown ball that would have tied the game at 10-10 and changed the whole complexion of the game. Sean McVay, arguably the worst coach game I've ever seen in my fucking life. Now, if you're a genius, if you're special, if you're the guy that everybody wants, the next Sean McVay, after watching that Super Bowl, nobody's gonna want you. I don't give a fuck how good Bill Belichick is. I don't give a fuck that he can shut down offenses. Sean, you showed nothing. You did not adjust. You had nothing up your sleeve. You were not able to get to the outside at all. You did not run any misdirections. Your quarterback was shitting in his fucking pants and you did not help him. You never helped him. 
nothing. Zero zip. I could have called a better game. Motherfucking, you scored three fucking points. You're an offensive genius. You know what you are right now? You're a fucking zero. You're a motherfucking bust. And while I'm doing this podcast, I pray I walk into my house, have a cup of coffee. Haven't really started my diet full-blown yet, so I will have two yodels and a Twinkie, and I'll back it up with probably a half pint to a pint of Rocky Road of Peanuts, put on the TV, and I pray that your house burned down and you were trapped in it and you were in a spot where you couldn't be saved and you screamed bloody murder for 20 minutes as you melted to your bones and died the most violent death ever recorded. That's what I hope happens. Because I don't know what you were doing for two fucking weeks. What were you reading, your press clippings? What were you just... Standing on your laurels, sitting back going, I'm great, I'm Sean McVay. Everybody wants to be me. All I gotta do is touch someone and they become a head coach, an assistant coach, they got looked at. No, because really, I've watched almost every Super Bowl. I've gone to, I think, 17 of them. And it was so frustrating because I'll tell you right now, Wade Phillips deserved the MVP. Wade Phillips deserves the game ball because there is not a motherfucking person on this earth. And don't fuck with me. Don't bullshit a bullshitter, okay? I looked you right in the fucking eye. My final was 31-13. I thought the Rams would score 31, and I knew the Pats would be, have struggle, uh, struggle scoring against Wade Phillips. I watched Wade Phillips piss on Cam Newton in the Super Bowl. I figured that's exactly what he was going to do to Tom Brady. I watched Wade Phillips when New England went into Denver, and I think, I think it was in Denver, and I think Tom Brady was sacked about 15 fucking times and almost died. And if people say he's not tough, he's tough because Wade Phillips, when he was the D coordinator of the Denver Broncos, almost killed him. I mean, the guy almost fucking died. All right, Tom Brady almost died. So I knew Wade Phillips was really gonna cause a lot of trouble and a lot of problems for Tom Brady. And I was definitively sure that they would shut down the Patriots offense. As a matter of fact, I'm the only person in the world now, in the world, in the world, that predicted the Patriots would score 13 points. Do you realize that? I nailed it. I said, Pat's 13. And that's what I fucking did. Pat's 13. My problem was I was 28 fucking points short on the Rams' side. So, I mean, I don't know, Sean McVay, what did you think they were going to do? You didn't think they were going to put six men in the box to shut down your running game, to shut down your speed off the edge? I mean, what the fuck did you think they were going to do? Let you run? Let you get to the outside? It's Bill fucking Belichick! Bill Belichick shut down Jim Kelly! But at least they fucking scored points. They didn't score three. As great as Belichick's been, you watch the Carolina Panthers score a ton of points in the Super Bowl. You watch the Philadelphia Eagles score a ton of points in the Super Bowl twice. One won, one lost. You've seen teams put up points against the Patriots. So Sean McVay, you... You, you 
are responsible for this loss, fully and totally. You said you got outcoached, but after the Super Bowl, you scumbag whore motherfucker, you can't be outcoached. This is the biggest game of your life. This is the game that all your accolades that were laid at your fucking feet. Well, because you're a genius. You have photographic memory. You remember everything, every play. Well, you'll remember this for the rest of your life, you fucking scumbag. You fucking loser. You overhyped piece of shit. You two-bit offensive coordinator. Bill Belichick fucked your girlfriend, fucked your mother, fucked your grandmother, fucked your dead great-grandmother and your great-great-grandmother in their graves. He whipped out his cock and came all over Mommy's face. Mommy McVeigh's face. All over her fucking face. All over Grandma's face. All over great-grandma's face, you scumbag fuck. Because I don't know what you did. You never made any adjustments. I, I mean, I just don't understand what I was fucking watching. I knew Wade Phillips would be amazing. I knew the Patriots' offense was pedestrian. It was not great. And with two weeks to prepare, Wade Phillips shut you down like a cheap suit. You only scored 13. You made one great pass the entire motherfucking game. The reason Julian Edelman was open is they gave you Edelman. They gave him to you. And again, you only scored 13 points. New England. Tom Brady, Belichick, the whole King Kamoto. You scored 13 fucking points. You're not supposed to win the Super Bowl with 13 fucking points. Unless you play the LA Rams. Unless you play the most overrated motherfucker ever in the history of coaching, Sean McVay. You played a rookie between the ears, especially in the Super Bowl. Jared Goff choked. He made a couple of good throws. He made one great throw. The Brandon Cook should have been a touchdown, should have been a 10-10 game, anybody's game. But barring that, he looked scared. Belichick was giving him looks like he had no idea what was coming. I don't, did you fucking study tape? Did you study Bill Belichick? Do you know who Bill Belichick is? And again... Is Bill Belichick the greatest defensive mind ever? Yes. Is he the best coach ever? Yes. Is Tom Brady the greatest winner ever? Yes. He's not the greatest quarterback. He's not even in the top five. He couldn't hold Joe Montana's cock. Never. Troy Aikman was as good. Aaron Rodgers is better. Patrick Mahomes right now is better. If you take any of these quarterbacks and you put them on the Patriots, and if any of those quarterbacks were available, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Troy Aikman, Joe Montana, the Giants never beat the Patriots. Never, 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 never beat the Patriots. Damn straight Tom Brady, when it counts, in the fourth quarter, is clutch. I'll give you that. He's clutch. Could he be the most clutch quarterback ever? Maybe. 
I might even give you that. The greatest quarterback ever, there's no fucking way. He can't hold Brett Favre's dick. He can't hold Troy Aikman's cock. Joe Montana? Are you fucking kidding me? You put Joe Montana with Bill Belichick, they win 20 Super Bowls in a row. You don't realize how great they were. You were used to be able to kill the quarterback. Take him by his face mask, knee him in his balls, smash him in his face. You could never run a slant over the middle because your receiver would die. They were allowed to decapitate you and clothesline you. So please, I don't want to hear how great Tom Brady is overall the greatest ever. He's the best winner ever. Do I want him on my team? Fuck yes. Do I want him on my team with two minutes left in the Super Bowl with the ball? Yes. No two ways about it. There's no issue about it. But with two minutes left, the exact same fucking team, I'll take Aikman, I'll take Favre. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not even a fucking question. Probably take John Elway and Dan Marino too, for that matter. And probably five other fucking quarterbacks. But Tom Brady's the greatest winner ever. My hat's off to them. They have a dynasty that'll never, ever, ever be touched in this day and age, especially the last 10 years, free agency. They still, they just reload, re-fucking-load. Now they've had great defensive players. There's no two ways about it. And they've had great winners, no two ways about it. And it's not like they're a shit team, never. They always win 10 games, they're always in the playoffs, and they always give you a shot to win the Super Bowl. But Jared Goff gave them that motherfucking game because he was scared shit. Sean McVay, I swear to God, I don't want to hear he got out coached. I don't want to hear that, you scumbag fuck. I pray to God you never make it to the Super Bowl again so you got to fucking, in your photographic memory, live with that for the rest of your life. That's like your wife getting gangbanged on YouTube every day, Sean McVay. I hope that memory's in your fucking mind of your girlfriend, your wife, getting dicks up her ass, in her pussy, your worst enemy coming on her face, on your mother's face, all fucking day, having your mother gang raped right on fucking YouTube. I hope that memory's in your fucking mind forever. I hope you can't escape it. I hope you have not slept a wink. Because everybody for the rest of their life is going to look at you and go, you're a joke. You scored three points in a Super Bowl. Three points. But it wasn't even that you scored three points. Because in reality, truth be told, if you want to talk brass tacks in this game, the game is 13-3. Easily could have been 24-0 Patriots in the first half. I mean, I mean, they really went up and down the field. They just didn't score. You know, and the Patriots have a punter that's fucking amazing. So do the Rams for that matter. I mean, the punters were the fucking most exciting part of the whole fucking game. And it was really, really disappointing. Disappointing because on the defensive side of the ball, our defense played fucking phenomenal. Played fucking great. Now, Tom Brady did not get sacked five times. I thought he would. And Aaron Donald didn't really go off. But he disrupted Tom. And you watch Brady... Uh, he was confused. The looks that Wade were giving him, Tom did not read them well. So he always had to go quickly to Julian, quickly to Edelman, quickly to Edelman. Once, twice, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 motherfucking times. And the thing about Edelman is this. 
I mean, he's a cheat. He's a steroid user. He got suspended for the first four games. There's no two ways about that. We know that, okay? The guy's a born cheater, okay? But somehow after the four-game suspension, he passed. Okay, fine. Missed the whole 2017 season because of injuries. So you can't blame the guy for juicing up because he wants to play 2018, okay? He wanted to play. So I'm sure he's juicing. And he got caught. Okay, first four games done. First four games. And then he came back, and he just does not drop the ball. I mean, doesn't drop the ball. I mean, literally doesn't drop the ball. And he's not that easy to get down once he gets the ball either. Now, I mean, sure as fuck in the playoffs, he's a Hall of Fame player. Regular season, he's not. Um, But if you're asking me, should he be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, why not? Why not? Because when it counts, you can't, you can't stop him. If he's going to be your slot receiver and you're going into a game where your mother's clitoris and your mother's fucking heart and your mother's life is on the line, don't you want Julian Edelman in the slot position? Why not? Who else are you going to pick? He's as good as anybody. He gets open, he runs routes, he's tough as nails, and he's a cheater. You know he's juicing. You know he's still juicing. He just didn't get caught. It's probably on the same juice Tom Brady's on. Should have used Tom Brady's trainer. Oh, what? You're telling me Tom Brady's uh, not juicing? You're telling me he's not on something? Oh, no. He looks as good now as when he came into the league. He looks as healthy now. He looks stronger, faster, quicker, better. Yeah, but he's on nothing. He just hasn't got caught. And listen, if I'm playing football, steroids should be legal. I've said this on three or four podcasts. It should be legal. So I don't look down upon anybody using steroids. I don't look down upon anybody cheating. I don't look down upon anything because when you play and money's on the line, you do whatever the fuck it takes. And they had Sean McVay's singles. Trust me, they had the singles. I don't know how, I don't know why. But Bill Belichick specifically wanted to watch Sean McVay before he called in certain plays. He obviously was getting the singles. They obviously had the singles. Obviously. Obviously. And even if that's the case, and that's why Sean McVay looks so fucking bad, fuck you, Sean McVay. You should know the Patriots are known for cheating, are known for doing whatever the fuck it takes, and you have to play by the same rules. You're a fucking pussy. You're a soft Rams squad. Soft. You played soft. Your offense played as soft as motherfucking can be. You scumbag. I'm so angry at you. I don't mind losing. Fuck, it's one game. It's a Super Bowl. But the way I lost pissed me off. You didn't give me the Sean McVay effort. On a scale of one to 10, you were a zero. Sean McVay, second coming of God. You were a motherfucking zero, you horseshit cocksucker. I would love to get you in the rink and rough and rowdy and beat your fucking face in. And you're going to be like, Stu, uh, slow your horses. You're five, four, and three quarters. If you were two inches short, you'd be perfectly round. And you've stated that although you said your record when you did fight was about 110 and five, and you knocked out over 80 people, you said you haven't fought since seventh grade. It's a long time. I'll bite his dick. I'll bite his dick off. I'll low blow him. You put me and Sean McVay in a rink, rough and rowdy, and I'll bite his fucking dick. I'll hit him low blow so many times and I'll just step on his fucking face. You'll have to carry me out in cuffs because I'll fucking bite his dick off. I'll bite his tongue off. I'll poke his fucking eyes and then I'll whip out my fucking eight inch dick. 
Probably eight and three quarters if you want to go brass tacks. Eight and three quarters inch dick, and I'll pee in one eye, and it'll come out his other eye. I'll skull fuck you, Sean McVay. I fucking hate you. Now, Jared Goff always looks lost. He always looks confused, but he did show a lot of touch against Dallas and against New Orleans to play a great game. He played a great game. Played a great game. But in this game, the word choke, double choke, triple choke, is what he did and what it was. He just fucking choked. He didn't play smart. When you choke, that doesn't mean that you're going to make constant mistakes, but what you're not going to do is play to your full potential. And he did not play to his full potential. Yes, Brandon Cooks fucked him up his ass. Yes, the game should have been tied 10-10. Yes, that was a phenomenal ball. It was right in Cooks' hands. If you threw it to me, touchdown. If you threw it to me, touchdown. Okay? Up until seventh grade, I was the Julian element of the fucking world. Okay? Never fucking could be covered. Never missed a fucking ball. I don't care if it was a K2, if it was a Nerf ball, if it was a fucking regulation football. I caught the ball like uh, Julian Edelman when I was in seventh grade. But Brandon Cooks, you fucking piece of shit! You scumbag! That was me fucking fucking your mother. Up her ass! Because you fucked me! And in the big game, most of the time, Tom Brady does not make that type of mistake. He made it last year when he got stripped on his blind side and really cost uh, the Patriots the Super Bowl last year because there's no two ways about it. He got the ball two minutes left, and that's two-minute Tom. Really, let's call him two-minute Tom. Let's call him the last drive. Let's call him Super Bowl two-minute Tom because when the ball's in his hands, what you do know is he will execute. Tom Brady's a lot of things, arguably the greatest quarterback ever, the greatest winner ever, no doubt about it. I don't put him in the top five. He's not in my top five. He's just not. My contention is take Tom Brady out of there and put one of my top five quarterbacks in, and you'd have more Super Bowls won. You'd have more Super Bowls won. But be that as it may, he's, he's, he still has six rings. Okay. Can't complain. Guy's, guy's amazing. Arguably... Arguably top five greatest quarterback ever, fine. Greatest winner ever as a quarterback, yes. There, there's no debate about that. Amazing, yes. Great guy, yes. Hottest wife ever, yes. Kisses his father on his lips, kips, kisses everybody's on his lips. Listen, I love Tom. You ain't kissing me on the lips, Tom. Tom, you try to kiss me on the lips, I knock you the fuck out. I'll put you in rough and rowdy, knock you the fuck out, Tom Brady. I really will. I'll knock you the fuck out, Okay. Kisses his father on the lips, kisses Robert Kraft on the lips. It would not be surprising to anyone if you found out Tom Brady goes both ways. Fucks men, fucks women. Loves men, loves women. You know, kisses his fucking son on the lips. Is he a pedophile? I don't think so, but that's really, it's really like, ugh. It's ugh. No reason to kiss on the lips. I don't care if you're from Europe. I don't care if it's European. I don't care if Giselle, blah, blah. You don't need to kiss fucking people on the lips. You just don't. You just fucking don't. And of course I'm nitpicking. And, be, and of course I'm fucking pissed. And of course I'm jealous. Of course I'm jealous. Very few Super Bowls was I on the Patriots. I was on them when they beat the Falcons. I was on the Patriots last year when they lost. But I'm pretty much always against them. 
I'm always against them. And in the Super Bowl, they rarely cover. I mean, Brady had an incredible fourth quarter against the Seattle Seahawks defense, although they had like three fucking injuries in the fourth quarter, so it wasn't the real Seattle Seahawks defense. But he torched the Seahawks defense. He torched them. And he deserved probably to win the game, even though they shouldn't have won the game. You know, we know what happened. But in the fourth quarter, the guy's money. He's fucking money. So again, you have the Patriots dynasty, a dynasty that if you're a Patriot fan, holy fuck, God bless you. Matter of fact, if your entire life is miserable, but you're a Patriot fan, you're in good shape. If you're a Patriot fan, that means you're probably a Red Sox fan. So what do we got? 10 championships. We got the Red Sox with four World Series starting in 2004. Is that it, 2004? Right, yeah. And then you got Patriots for six. You got what? Bruins won. Celtics won. It's fucking amazing. That's fucking amazing. So Massachusetts, the state of Massachusetts, the city of Boston is, I don't know, the mecca of the sports world. If you're talking champions and you're talking championships, you're talking Massachusetts. You're not talking Los Angeles. You're not talking New York. You're not talking Philly. You're not talking anyone. It's unprecedented. And it'll be unequaled. There's no team in the next 10 years going to win four World Series. Yankees are not. Yankees have in the past. But that's P-A-S-T. And again, underline it. That will never happen again. And as great as the Yankees are this year, Red Sox are better. Red Sox right now are better. They're still better. They're the world champs, and until someone beats them, they're better. And again, going into next year, Patriots can win it all again. Can't bet against them. Can't really bet against them. I mean, I think I had my matchup beginning of the year. It was the Rams playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl, but the Rams winning. Tom fucking Brady did what he had to do. Made the epic pass to Gronk. They ran the same motherfucking play three straight fucking times. The exact same play. They threw the first one to Edelman. Exact same scheme. Exact same scheme. I've watched it 40 fucking times. I want to shoot myself in the head. Burkett, the second pass. And then the pass to Gronk for the only set up to the touch first touchdown of the game. Only touchdown of the game. Can you believe in the Super Bowl with these two offenses, there was one touchdown. There was 16 points. There were three field goals and one touchdown. Fucking Rams scored three points with two weeks to prepare. Normally, better defense with two weeks to prepare wins the Super Bowl. Unless you're talking about Bill Belichick. Then you throw it fucking out the window. Because Belichick just gets the scheme, gets the players in the right position. He will not buckle. It's his way or the highway. Did he cost himself the Super Bowl last year with Malcolm Butler? Probably. But it's his way. I mean, with Bill Belichick, you take the good with the bad. Because there's so much more good. So much more good. So again, fucking Patriots. Patriots fans celebrating in the street. 
You got a fucking parade there once a, once a year, sometimes twice a year, sometimes three times a year. You got more parades in Massachusetts than in every other fucking state combined, probably over the last 15 years. One state has more than all the other states. Think about how nuts that is. Think about how crazy that is. And think about how blessed the people in Massachusetts are, how blessed the people in Boston are, how blessed if you are a Patriot fan. So uh, we had two situations in my house. I watched again my father and my youngest with five of his friends in the den. And then my 23-year-old had all his friends in the basement. My son Alex was with me. And my son John Allen is the biggest Patriot fan you ever saw in your life. I mean, he's just a monster Patriot fan. From day one, I have no idea how, I have no idea why, but he became a Patriot fan. And he walks around with his chest pumped all the time, like he has a 12 inch dick, because he's a winner. You know, when you're a Patriot fan, you're a fucking winner. And basically, you could tell the rest of the world, suck a dick. I'm a fucking Patriot fan, and you're fucking not. Tom Brady's the greatest thing ever, and he's our quarterback, and he's number one. Bill Belichick is the greatest football coach ever, the greatest offensive mind ever. No arguing that. There is no arguing that. There is no one even near him. He won Super Bowls with the Giants in 90, never should have beat the Buffalo Bills, never. Never, never, never. Never, 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 never. Never, never, never. Scott Norwood missed a field goal. They win the Super Bowl. Went to Cleveland, struggled, got fired, then went over to New England with Bill. And I think they made a run at the Super Bowl and they lost to Green Bay Packers. But I think Desmond Howard ran the kickoff back for a touchdown for the Packers. And I think uh, at that time, Bill Parcells cut it to a seven-point game. That made it a 14-point game. I think they were laying like 13 and a half and Green Bay covered by like a half a point. I think it was a 14-point spread. Everybody bet Belichick and uh, Parcells, I bet. Brett Favre, his only Super Bowl, his only Super Bowl. So you take it for granted when you're in Boston that you're going to win every year, but you normally do. I mean, my epic saying that El Prez, Dave Portnoy, congratulations to Barstool Sports, congratulations to Dave and Hank and K. Marco and all, and uh, everybody that is just in love with Boston there. They come from Boston. It's a Boston company. You have tremendous Patriot fans there. Congratulations. CEO, brains of the operation, Erica Nardini. Big Patriot fan. Congratulations. But it's just such a blessing because, like, when your team wins and they win the Super Bowl, you're, you won the Super Bowl. Like, you literally won the Super Bowl. 
You walk on cloud nine for days, for weeks, for months, for years, maybe fucking forever, maybe forever. You feel better than other people. Really, you are. You really are. You really are. Because when you're a diehard sports fan and you give your life for your fucking team, good or bad, most of the time for other teams, it's bad. It's horrible. You get your heart broken. Or really, before the season starts, you don't even have any fucking hope. Do you realize hope for the Patriots is winning the Super Bowl every year? And they're in a spot to do it. You know, I mean, they're in a spot to do it. I mean, even as great as the Red Sox are, the best probably baseball team in the last 14 years, you know, second to none probably. Are they the only team to win two World Series in the last 14 years? Yeah, so they won four. I mean, did the St. Louis Cardinals win two? I don't think so. So, but the Red Sox have had some lean years. You had Bobby Valentine. He was a fucking bust. Then you had another head coach that was a fucking bust manager. So the Red Sox have had years where they were like 79 and, you know, whatever, losing record. 70 and 92 or whatever the fuck it was. Even though they've been probably the best Major League Baseball team in the last 14 years. But nobody's, nobody, nobody's near the Patriots. Very frustrating. Really fucking frustrating. So the Super Bowl is come and gone. It is fucking over. It's the last thing I'm going to say about it. And every day, probably for the rest of my life, I'm hoping Jared Goff and Sean McVay and Todd Gurley, God, could they be in a, like a three-seater plane and the pilot, let's say, jumps out with a parachute and he, he's healthy and then the plane just crashes violently and they get stuck in the plane and it just burns and burns and you just hear Gurley and McVay and Goff scream, ah, help me! Help me. Nobody's going to help you. How about help the betters that bet on you, you scumbag fucks? How about show up for the fucking Super Bowl, you piece of shit? Fuck you, McVay. Fuck you, girly. Fuck all of you. Sean McVay, eat my cock. Suck a dick. Sean McVay, suck a fucking dick. I hope your life's miserable, you scumbag fuck. So now, that ends the day. We don't really want to be excited. We want to wish the world peace, serenity, security, happiness, prosperity. And that's really what I wish for the world. Except for Sean McVay! Except for Todd Gurley! Except for Jared Goff! Die! 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 And you can tell him, I'll meet all three of you in Rough and Rowdy! I'm stupid! You're fucking not! Rate the podcast highly! Ready to roll! Ready to roll! Ready to roll!